according to the business and the process you are doing. One policy is quite important, the email policy. People are using the company email. They don't know what is the regulation when it comes to using the company email, that you should not use this email or you should only use it for business purpose. You should not use this email for anything offensive uh, to your employee. You should not use it uh, for threatening people, this kind of thing. And again, it's not enough to have the policy, but people need to be aware that there is a policy because if they break the policy, then you have the right to take a legal action. So those are like password policy, the general policy. Okay, uh, going back, you'll find other kinds of policy. For instance, you're going to find the network policy. You're going to find the, so it's a very good source from where you can download templates that you can use application policy and so on and so forth. Okay. Now, before moving to the other kind of document, you need to understand that we have two different kinds of policy. One is a user policy and uh, non-user policy. You can categorize them. So things that is related to the user, like for instance, password. Somehow, user need to be aware that what need to be followed when it comes to password. Especially think about sharing password. Do not write a password on a piece of paper and or sticky note and put it on your screen. This is user password, email policy. This is user password. User need to know if when it comes to using the company email, is there any restriction? Okay. But some other policy will be technical policy, like network policy, encryption policy. User has nothing to do with that. Okay. Software development policy and so on and so forth. So to summarize that one of the first step in information security implementation that the company should have an information security policy related to whatever assets they have. Their assets is mainly information. So how they are dealing with information, how they are dealing with exchanging the information, deleting the information, uh, using the email, using the password. As a beginning, this, should, this is quite important. And it's a main requirement for any compliance or framework. How it's working, usually we are writing those policy and putting them in a share folder and allowing or notifying user that, guys, kindly be aware that if you are using any of the company assets, because the email is considered a company asset, the information is considered as a company asset, the list of customer and the supplier is considered the information assets and so on, if you are using any services or you are using any company assets, there is a, a policy that controls that. And this policy is located in this, in this uh, specific share folder or on the company portal or website. By doing that and thinking about the legal issue and the liability, now you are saying to the employees that if you are not aware of the policy, this will not be an, as an excuse if you did anything wrong because you are not aware of the policy. So getting the policy is important, but also as uh, informing using this is the same importance that users need to be aware of the policy. Uh, last point before moving to the next lecture is that policy need to be reviewed once per year. So it's not enough to have a policy, but it needs to be reviewed once per year, and you need to write on the document control, as you're going to see later on, that it has been reviewed this year by this specific gentleman, and so on.
In the previous lecture, we spoke about the security document and especially the policy. What is a policy and uh, why it's important to have a policy and why it's important for users to know about the company policy and so on and so forth. In this lecture, we're going to talk about the different document because it's not only the security, uh, the policy that you need to have, but also you need to have standard procedures, guidelines, and so on. So you need to distinguish between them. And most probably, you're going to get one or two questions about that inside the exam because security document is quite important in any organization. And as I just mentioned in the previous lecture, that in any audit, the first thing that they, they're going to ask about will be the show me the policy that you are following in your company. So everything needs to be written. So we already spoke about policy, which is a high-level statement. It doesn't include any steps for doing anything. But it will tell you, for instance, if we are talking about email policy, it should not be used in uh, something that is not related to work. It should be business-oriented. You should not be using it for any offensive uh, way. Uh, the attachment should be, the maximum attachment should be that much. Each user of the company should have like a, a storage capacity uh, of that much and so on and so forth. Then we have the standard. And the standard, it's more than what needs to be followed when you are doing the policy. So for instance, when we are talking about password policy, standard usually is eight character. Uh, uh, that include uh, letters and numbers, small and capital and special. This is a standard. So the standard is something that you should refer to when you are creating the uh, policy. Guidelines is more as an optional. I mean, you should follow the standard when you're creating the policy because it has to be followed. But guidelines is more like an option. So, for instance, standard could be that the password should not be less than eight characters. You should follow that when you are creating a policy. But maybe the guidelines will tell you that 10 will be better or 12 will be better. You can follow the guidelines, except it's not really mandatory. It's option. Procedures is a step-by-step -step process in the sense that when someone is joining the company, how are you creating the email? So you have a flow, char flow chart that's showing that you receive a request from HR and approval from security team that this guy signed the contract, he signed a non-disclosure agreement, he did that. So you, you, you forward this request to the technical team to, the, uh, to create an email for him. So it's showing you step by step how things is done. So Policy is more general, while procedures is step-by-step -step guide. And I will share some of those documents uh, attached to this lecture just uh, as a guidance. Baseline is the minimum acceptable security. In a sense that, for instance, if you buy a new computer and you're going to join this new computer or laptop to your company network, what should you do first? You should remove access to the USB. You should remove the unused services. You should install the latest patches. You should do this. So you have a checklist for any computer. You cannot uh, attach any computer to your company network unless this che uh, checklist is fulfilled. This is called baseline. So most probably he will give you a question about a specific document, like what document should include the 
step-by-step implementations, procedures, or high-level statement is a policy. So it's very, very important, not just for the exam, but realistically, it's very important also to be aware of what kind of policy any company should have. I already uh, like uh, pointed to a very good website from where you can download those templates and use them, but also I'm going to attach a few of those documents in this lecture that will help you identify how the policy looks like or the, the, the uh, standard or guidelines and so on. And again, it's not just to have them, especially the policy. I keep repeating that because it's quite important because I saw in very, very uh, uh, in, in many interviews that uh, auditor will come to any of the company employee or user and ask him, do you know that you have a policy in your company? And many people didn't know about it. So you as a security team, you get a part of the blame because of that. Because you should inform the users and the employees that we have information security policy related to all our services and assets. And it's located in this specific location. Let me show you a sample for a policy. Now, this is an email security policy. As you can see, a lot of common sense statement is there. Like a person should use the email for uh, business. It should not be used for personal uh, use. You should not be using any offensive email and so on and so forth. So as you can see, the email uh, policy, it's common sense, but it's not important about the, the, the policy itself. The important part of the policy is to map it with a well-known framework or standard that you are following. This is extremely important. So it's not to have as much policy as you can, but you should have a policy that match or that map different system uh, or standard or framework that you are following. So here, this policy, it's a part of the ISO uh, 27001, and you have to specify which control and what is the name of this control. So this one was re requested or it was a requirement from ISO 27001. This is the number of control. And what was the control name? It was the electronic message. And this is the statement that was required. So my point here is that when we are doing a policy and procedures, it's not just to have a policy, download them from the internet, and then use them in your company. This is not the right way. The right way is to check which framework you are following, or which standard you are following, or which regulation you are following, and doing a policy that fulfills this requirement. And accordingly, if you get an audit regarding this framework, you can show them that regarding this control, we have a policy. Now, what will be remaining is to show them an evidence that user is aware of this policy. So I wanted to show you a part of a policy just to, to, to uh, 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 indicate or just to clarify what is what should be mentioned in the policy. Now, there is other part that I will uh, share uh, on the student port. And I, I'm going to put a lot of uh, like... Uh, a policy template. Besides, I already showed you places from where you can get policy and procedures. But my point is, uh, 
the policy format it's well known you have a document controls and you have the scope of the policies and you have the policy itself then you have like the if you have any uh, uh, exception and then which is very very important mapping the policy with the framework because as i keep saying and i will keep saying that that information security it's not a field where you should try or ask people what should be done it's just a field where you are following the best practice or standard or regulation before moving to the next topic let's discuss the relation between the different security document in a sense that from where should i start if i'm creating a uh, security document from any or, uh, for any organization from where should i start and definitely i should start as it's showing in the uh, following uh, chart from the law and requirement so usually you should know what is the law and regulation related to your business as we mentioned earlier and according to that you should create policy which don't forget policy it just is a statement of management so for instance if you are following uh, uh, PCI DSS or if you are following ISO 27001 where there is a requirement for an or a domain for an access control so you should have a policy related to access control and management will say that that we need to have a policy related to access control and from the policy then we can create the standard and guidelines and procedures and baseline and so on so the point here is that we usually start from the law and regulation it's not just by creating a huge amount of policy it should be mapping different kind of stand controls into standard and framework this is quite important as i showed you in the previous uh, lecture also we have different kind of policy we have a regulatory policy this is that should be done according to the law we have an informative policy we have advisory policy things like for instance uh, social media policy that you should not use or you should not publish uh, personal information or work information on social network it's more into advisory it's not like if you break it actually if you break it, it's against the law but uh, some of the policy will be more into the advice part but some of them will be more into the compliance part that if you break the policy it's against the law so even in policy we have different types then from policy you are creating the standards the guidelines the procedures and the baseline which we already explained in a previous lecture so this is the relation and what is quite